morning ladies, can I get any drinks? Okay, so that's two cappuccinos, decaf cappuccino. Here I am at the Board Cafe in Cheadle Hume and I wanted to introduce you to some of my friends. So let's start with Emma Gill. Um, Emma, you're a, a mum of two, um, but also a, the family's writer at the Manchester Evening News. Yeah. Um, and we've also got Naomi. You're a mum of two children um, and you gave up your career, didn't you, when you when you had your first child, is that right? Yes, whilst I was on maternity leave with my first child, I actually got made redundant from my position. So that's correct. Moving on just to the subject of returning to work after having children, is it a hot topic? Is it something that you write about and, and lots of parents in your experience talk about, Emma? I think it is a, a big issue for parents. I mean, it's one that affected me greatly, but one that also, you know, I do get mums speaking about an issue that's obviously affected them for, for years since returning to work, trying to find a balance between keeping a career and keeping a, a balanced family life. It is, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it, to decide what to do. Um, I think you make a decision before your first child arrives when you're pregnant, don't you? And then, I know for me, I kept changing my mind throughout my maternity leave, right up until the end, really. Is that... Would you guys share that kind of experience? Yes, I think, I mean, my plan was always that I was going to have my first child, take my year's maternity leave and then return to, re return to work. Um, but all that changed, obviously, when I got made, got made redundant. So, and it, it, it did change what I thought because actually now looking back, I think it all worked out perfectly for me. So sometimes I think things can happen and it makes you reevaluate. What, what you actually want or what's going to be best for you. What about you, Emma? Yeah, what do you think? I, I think you kind of trying to make a decision when you're pregnant for the first time, but then you don't really know how you're going to feel once that baby arrives. I mean, I was, I remember telling my editor at the time, um, I'm pregnant, but I'll be off for six months and I'll be straight back because I was so dedicated and I didn't want to, thought I didn't want to take much time off. And then that completely changed, and once the baby was there, I, was, I, I didn't want to go back to work. <laughs> uh, which is the way a lot of people feel, I think, because you, you've just got no idea when you're pregnant how it's going to make you feel, and how, as committed to work you might be, how it does change once you've got that little person in your life. And I think it's also the practicalities of being able yeah. to return to work because it's not only actually have a child that you realise how difficult it is, yeah. even with the childcare that is on offer, if you've got two people who have got full-time jobs which require you to do the hours required to fulfil the role, childcare, it doesn't, it doesn't cover all the hours in a day. So as such, it, unless you've got a nine-to-five job to return to, it's virtually impossible to um, to find childcare, and especially if you don't have family that live close by that can help you out with that childcare, then it might mean that ultimately you're not able to return to the, the job that you used to return to, unless you look at something like a nanny, which is obviously quite a quite a, an expensive and dramatic dramatic step to take. And I, I, absolutely, I mean, I, I know also for me, I felt very very uncomfortable initially about leaving my children with strangers. I don't have family living local to me either, so I had to hand my child over to, you know, people I didn't know very well, didn't, I didn't feel they knew my child and my child's routine, and it was a big deal. 
and I used to panic when I went back to work about finishing work as quickly as I could, rushing back, you know, racing down the streets. And I, I will never forget, I'd always get to that nursery door and quite often my child wouldn't be as enthused to see me or they wouldn't be as grateful that I'd rescued them from nursery because they were actually quite happy, quite, you know, happy playing with their friends, you know, secure and happy and it's quite a hard set of feelings to have. You were expecting to be greeted with open arms. Mummy! Mummy, we missed you! <laughs> I also think it depends on the age of the child because I've noticed with, with mine, when, as they've got older and started school, they want you to be around more. They want you to go to the assemblies. They want you to, to pick them up from school. They want you to be able to go yeah. on the school trips. So I think that there's, um, it's how you feel, but also how the child feels in wanting you to, to, to be there. And it's, it's a very difficult balancing act for parents because I think quite often you end up feeling guilty, whichever, if you do go back to work or if you don't go back to work, there's, there's pros and cons and ultimately I think the parents feel guilty both ways. Yeah, I mean, mother's, mother's guilt is terrible, isn't it? It's, I'm not sure there's a, a magic answer, or is there? Is it just me that can't um, reconcile the, the mother's guilt feeling? What do you think? I, know, I do think that some people feel it more than others because mum guilt was a massive thing for me. Um, just feeling so bad returning to work and that was even with um, not having to put them in nursery because my husband worked in the evenings so that he was able to look after them in the day so I didn't even, even have that aspect to it where I was leaving them in a nursery I knew they were fine at home they were with the toys they were with everything that would be there but apart from me and that's what I couldn't come to terms with the fact that really I wanted it to be me that was there one thing I want to just touch on um, is the cost of childcare versus the amount of money that you earn particularly if you've gone back to work part-time instead of full-time I mean I hear all the time from friends they went back to work and they didn't earn anything in addition to the, the cost for just paying for childcare. Um, and I'm sure that's, you know, my friend is not the only person to have shared that experience with me. It does seem crazy that you've got so many mums who are going out to work just for the fact that they can keep that job and they, they're too scared to come out of employment for a while when the kids are little. Um, and they're not, they're not actually getting anything from it. They, all they're doing is missing the children because really they want to be the ones at home. Um, yeah, I, I know that work does bring a lot another aspect to your life and a lot of people enjoy you know, going to work and it gives you something else um, rather than just childcare and being at home. But if people must question why am I doing this? Absolutely. What am I doing it for? I'm not getting any financial gain from it whatsoever. Absolutely. And it gets to the stage where you drag your children out of bed at crazy o'clock in the morning. You barely feed them. You know, you throw their, their clothes on for nursery. You hand them over to somebody else to give them breakfast. And you don't see them until the other end of the day. And then you look at your wage packet and you think, crumbs, no extra money. Yeah. I mean, I, I say I struggle massively with feeling guilty, and that was being able to, my children could sleep till they, they woke up, they weren't, they weren't having to go to nursery, they could stay at home, 
I, God knows how I would have felt if I'd had to get them up when they weren't even ready to get up, get the clothes on, get them fed in the pitch black at say six in the morning to get them to nursery. If I was doing that and coming out with nothing at the end of it, I would really question what, what am I doing? And, you know, and it's a story that's happening all across, know. you know, Manchester, not just Manchester, but, you know, throughout the UK. It's but a it's common... Wrong. It, and it it's, does seem wrong, doesn't yeah. it? A lot of it as well. Is you've got a lot of people who've gone to university and you're told you can do anything, you can be anything. But at the end of the day, you, you've, you've then got a lot of people who have moved to a different area from where they've been brought up. They've got no family or support network around them, so they're relying solely on full-time nursery. I just question how many people are actually happy with that routine. Uh, do you know what? You, you, you get me on my soapbox now because I feel like, was this the dream that was sold to us when we were younger? We were told to work hard at school. We were told you must go to university. You must forge a career. And it wasn't just my parents. That was the general flavour of the advice from school and from university and I do not recall ever being told that things would dramatically change the minute I had a child that I wouldn't be able to sustain a career you know as well as being a mum I think I was always t told I could have my cake and eat it I think it's all about choices though and I think it's all about individuals and I think that like everything in life everybody is different and has different wants and different needs and so I think that that's why different people are going to pick different things are going to be right for different people so there might be somebody who who really wants to go to work uh, and work full-time and is quite happy for the child to be in childcare. Are they happy though? Or do, I mean, do they have a choice? I know I believe that there, is, there will be some people who, for them, that is the right decision and that is what makes them happy. There are some very career-orientated people who who choose. I know that one of my old managers, she was a mum and she was she was high in the organisation. She chose, they, she had a nanny because she wanted to carry on with her career. And that is, her career is what gave her the fulfilment. And when she saw her children, she spent quality time with them. But instead of it just being a maximum amount of time, it was specific quality time that she had with them and it worked for her. So I think that different people like we're all different and I think that um, it's very hard to say that something is it, something that's right for one person is wrong for someone else if that makes sense and I think a lot of people do enjoy the work yes and it does give you a different outlook you're not just constantly at home doing the washing the cooking the, you feel like a servant can't you going around cleaning up all day you're tidying toys no one's saying that that role at home is easy and it can get very dull but um, you know I don't there are a lot of people who want that work aspect of their lives and that makes them happier they probably also end up feeling guilty for the fact that they like to go to work and that is what they want to do Absolutely. but they might not admit that to people because it sounds as though oh I don't want sounds to spend wrong, time with it? my children yeah, but the wrong. good thing about work I think is that if, at work you can actually be in control of something you can actually ask people to do something and they do it and it's amazing <laughs> Absolutely. because as they a parent, don't shout no at 
yeah, so I'll ignore work, you. You only have to ask people once, and, and they actually do it. So actually, and also at work, you're able to organise and be in control. And being a parent, at the end of the day, if you're at home with the children, I mean, I, I was off work for five years. And in that time, I got to the point where I felt like I was living in Groundhog Day. Yeah. Because I did exactly the same thing every day. I got got up, got the children ready, got them to school. I went back home, I tidied up the house. I did one job, something, I don't know, the shopping or the ironing, just a job. Then I had my lunch, and then before I knew it, it was time to go and get the children again. And then I'd do, bring them home, bath them, put them to bed. And then the next day, I would get up and do exactly the same thing. I, I, I honestly felt like I was living in Groundhog Day. So to me, returning to work was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and, and you know, the other thing, I, I do remember when I went back to work feeling like I had had such a difficult labour with my first child. It was so difficult. The toughest thing I'd ever experienced. And I felt when I went back to work that nobody should mess with me because I was made of tough stuff. And I really felt like, don't mess with me, don't mess with mama. And it's a, you know, I had that in my head. And I also remember being so efficient. I stopped having long lunch breaks because I was so desperate to get my job finished in time for nursery pickup. I remember I didn't waste any time. I didn't do lots of small, small talk. I didn't browse the internet when I, I should have you done. Do I just got efficient on. machine because you've been so used to having no time at home to get anything done because you, you're always either feeding or um, cleaning or washing, that you, you then, you've got this job to do, you just go in, you just do it, you don't think about it, just get it done and your aim is to just get through the day <laughs> as quick as you can and get home yeah. to your child. So, uh, so I wonder, you know, employers, they should really recruit mums because we, we don't mess around, no. we're very efficient, we're ultimate multitaskers. Surely that should be a big tick in the box. Yeah. There's a saying that if you want to get something done, then ask a busy person. And I think that rings so true because whilst I was off with the children, um, I, I had a to-do list as long as my arm and I never got round to doing the to-do. Even though I had every day at home, I should have been able to do those jobs. I couldn't do them. I never got round to doing them. Since returning to work, I've actually managed to do all the jobs on my to-do list. So I'm working and I've managed to get all the other jobs done I wanted to do, yeah. which I didn't manage to do when I was at home. So Yes. You know the other thing I wanted to ask your your views on is um, celebrity mums. So I've got a bit of a bugbear that you open glossy magazines, you have a look at stories on the internet about mums, and they always talk about the joy of motherhood. Absolutely, we've all got the joy of motherhood, and they make it sound they paint a very idyllic picture. They make it sound very easy. They they look gorgeous almost straight after giving birth you know a few weeks after giving birth they've got their hair done their makeup they look fantastic shape their figures you know the same as it was before and they're running you know looking after the kids they've got their career going they're, are they not selling us a big fat lie 
Yeah, well, you, you don't see the other side to it, do you? That it's the nanny that's been with the child for the cleaners while they've gone off to the, the gym PA, to get the cook. stomach back in shape. It's not a realistic view, is it? But they never talk about it. They never talk about their army of helpers. You know, there's nobody that cleans my house, that, you know, that cooks for me, that's my personal training. You know, I've got to do everything in the house as well as work and as well as being a mum. And it's a hard, it's a hard juggling act. Yeah, and it can make you as a mum think, why am I the one that, why am I struggling to get all this done? Because you look at these people who seem to be doing everything, they're on a, on a red carpet one night and then they're at, um, you know, babies and tots class the next and you look at them and think, they, they can just do everything. The, the superwoman, the superwoman mum, it's kind of, we all know a superwoman mum, don't we? But I think that's why it's important when you are a mum to have other mum friends because I know that that's what's helped me keep my sanity is chatting to other mums and finding out what's going on in their lives and how, how they're dealing with it on a day-to-day -day basis. So I think that I think that whereas when you see the celebrities in the magazines, I think everybody really does know the fact that they have they a, do. Do an they? army of help. Do they really? I don't know. I'm not sure. I know, I realise it's a bit of a lie. Does everybody else? <laughs> I went on a holiday for a week and left my husband with the two children. And, um, Still alive. Yes. <laughs> I, I had heart palpitations whilst on holiday, suddenly thinking what on earth was going on back home. But anyway, that really was an eye-opener for him to try and understand. Was that, a great, that was a great lesson for him, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was a great, he really appreciated me even more after that. And as you might guess, we kept talking about the subject for quite a while longer. So please join us for the next edition of the MEN's Parenting Podcast. Ik vind een punt van 2GB stiekem meer dan genoeg. Niet omdat het moet. Nu 2 gig data met een 0 minuten bel- en sms-bundel voor maar 9 euro per maand. Omdat het kan. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Niet omdat het moet, maar omdat het kan.